you might be in a season where you're falling away from things that are no longer nourishing you that are no longer sustaining you and it's your responsibility to let them go and that knowing there's going to be another season where more nourishment and more beauty is going to come from you, from them, from something. Um, but right now it's time to let it go. Or maybe you're in a season where it's time to realize you've been spending so much time letting go that it's time to nourish yourself. It's time to see the beauty that you have stepped into that exists around you and really honor and celebrate that. Welcome, beautiful soul, to the Intuitively Connected podcast. I am your host, Riley June. I am honored to be your intuition master coach and empowerment leader who has spent the past half a decade perfecting a method to walk you through deep cellular transformation so that you no longer need healers to help you thrive in your life. I have had the honor of supporting thousands of women across the world and watching them move through deep transformations from finding themselves, ridding the limiting beliefs and hurt of their past, finding that deep soul intuitive connection that we all desire and seek, and having them walk away a more empowered and connected version of themselves, thriving in so many different ways. This podcast is here to bust down the new age deceptive, manipulative energy tactics that are often found in the spiritual industry, sharing credible guests transforming lives with specialized gifts and modalities to not only equip you with the knowledge of what to do, but to inspire you to take that action so that you can rise and thrive now and in your future too. From intuition, faith, mindset, emotional intelligence, physical care, and so much more, this weekly dropping podcast every Monday will give you the dose of knowledge you have been praying for. It's time to get you intuitively connected now. Are you ready? Let's dig in. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to another session. I'm really excited about recording this episode because it's going to be a very sentimental one that brings you into the space of presence and just groundedness and really thinking about where you're at in your life and and where you're going forward. So often we spend the mass majority of our days actually focused and fixated on the past, whether it's oh, I, you know, gas prices are inflating. And so there's this lack of mindset and mentality that comes up of, okay, well, now I'm spending more. So there's a, uh, an unhealed or untrusting energy with money. Or maybe you're going to have that meal again in the day today and you're counting your calories on an app or you're uh, thinking about what you're not going to be able to have later today or starting to think about how ooh, maybe it's time to do a cleanse or a diet or um, maybe there's something that you've recently overcome in terms of your health and you're worried about it coming back or not sustaining long term the results that you had. Maybe there's something happening in a relationship right now. There's someone you've been putting off communicating with and maybe even that someone is yourself. And so there's these perpetuating thoughts of 
okay, well, I'm going to do it today. Or what if they don't take what I'm trying to get across the way that I want them to see it? Or what if there's an explosion? Or what if something happens? Or, you know, there's a sense of worry. So there's all these subconscious limiting beliefs that are coming up from the past. And maybe in parenting, maybe you've yelled at your kids a couple times today and you feel really guilty and bad. And maybe you keep promising yourself you're going to have more patience and you're going to have you're going to approach them with more grace and you're going to get down on their level and then something comes up and you do it again and then you beat yourself up over it or maybe you're getting dressed and you're not happy with what's in your closet or the way that you look in your clothes or you know any number of things where there's a sense of lack or not good enough or um, not going to be liked enough or seen or heard or validated or whatever the case may be. We often live in the past and then we hyper fixate on, okay, now I got to all of a sudden sit down and get clear and figure out what I'm going to do moving forward in the future. And I'm going to build a business or I'm going to do a thing or I'm going to make a change in my job or I'm going to go for the job. Or I'm going to ask for the raise. Or I'm going to make this shift in my relationships or whatever. And we get like super hyper focused on all of a sudden needing to jam pack all these changes in in 15 minutes. And we got to also get hyper clear on what we're going to do moving forward in the future. And it's so interesting to me because this particular episode is all about the miracle moments that you're overlooking right now. And it's so odd that I feel like very emotional about this because over these last few weeks, and I've actually tried to record this episode a couple times yesterday, so typically I record them Saturday. Typically, I actually record them on Wednesdays, but I have been doing the latest podcast episodes on like Sundays or Mondays. And uh, yesterday, which was Sunday, I tried to record this, I think, two times, and both of them were well over 20 minutes, and I ended up just deleting them. Now, normally in the past, I would beat myself up, or I'd feel like, oh, like I just wasted like almost an hour recording podcast episodes, and I'm not even going to use any of them. But I sat with it, and I was like, it's not the message that I wanted to bring. It's not... It's not the intention that I had for what this episode is truly designed for. And that's really bringing you into this moment and really helping you to understand that you truly do have a choice in everything that you do and how long you fixate on something to how long you let something go for to the level of discipline that you, um, that you exude within your life to just everything, what you consume, the propaganda, whether that be good or bad, the health habits that you have, the books that you read, the people you subject yourself to, the the triggers that you constantly are beating yourself up because of, like you are truly able to, I don't like to use the word control, but for lack of better words in this moment, you're truly able to control it all. And when I say that, I mean more so from the perspective of you have the ability to really experience what you want to experience. Now, that doesn't mean that there's not going to be unideal or surprising circumstances that show up good or bad, but how you respond to everything and what you choose to subject yourself to is 100% your choice every time. And that's both from fixating on the past to negative mindset or a negative internal dialogue that you have with yourself in any area of your life, to how you focus or what you focus on in your future. 
And it's really easy to get into a victim mentality where you allow yourself to truly believe that you're not in control. I don't have enough money or I don't have enough support or this person won't hear me out or this is just how it has to be right now or whatever the thing is that you're telling yourself. And the truth is that you're right. As long as you keep telling yourself that, you're right. And you will prove yourself right in that instance. But you can also choose differently and be right about that too. And prove yourself right about a different option that you want to choose. So in these last three weeks, I've really stepped back from pretty much everything other than podcasting and uh, very minimal uh, client maintenance work that I've been doing with certain people. And even in my groups, I've really pulled back. Um, naturally so, I just had a baby. There gets to be an integration period in time. Um, but with that being said, it has really shown me a lot about myself. I started this whole journey because a doctor told us, my husband and I, that we could go home and heal after many, many weeks of miracles and situations that had taken place surrounding his heart. Um, the latest one was, or I guess what really was the biggest catalyst was when my husband had gone through his fourth open heart surgery 16 hours after his third. And he ended up going through that fourth surgery because there was a hole on the opposite side of his heart that they didn't detect and he was bleeding internally. And so he ended up having this absolutely life-altering experience where because he was bleeding internally, he ended up coding. And he talks about how whenever he would code, he like when he would die, he would go into what seemed like an underground vacant parking lot and there would be a woman who would join him there and she had darker features and she was wearing a pencil skirt and a white blouse and she wouldn't say anything but he knew that she was saying I come as you need me not as you want me and in this experience what he came to say was that the only thing that could explain who she was was God. And we grew up, both of us, with a belief in God, but it was more so from a Catholic perspective. And so we watched a lot of hypocritical people kind of talk about God on Sundays and then the rest of their, their weekdays and just go about doing whatever they would do and then, you know, try and rectify everything one day a week. It wasn't a genuine practice that they lived up to. And so for my husband to go through all the trauma that he did and to have this experience of dying and being visited by God and what he would say was the most peaceful place that he's ever been to. The story didn't even stop there. And I'm going to try and get through this without cracking up so much because I, I don't know why recording this one has really brought out a lot of emotions. And I think that it's really important to be able to share all sides of these experiences because in a present moment, and by the way, this is like happy emotions. <laughs> in all experiences, we get to show every side of us. And before I go on any further, I want you to reflect on a time where you were just so happy, like so genuinely happy that you literally could just cry. And maybe you even did. And that's kind of how I feel right now in this moment. So like I said, happy tears. But it's so fascinating because 
I want you to think back to a time where you felt that way. Maybe you were looking at your newborn baby. Maybe it was just like one of those moments that just the world stops spinning and you're just so present with life. Or maybe something really incredible happened and it's just so overwhelmingly joyful and you just can't help but to just stop and just be with whatever is happening at that time. And that's what the miracle of the moment really provides to you. When people talk about getting grounded and getting present, it doesn't mean you have to be breaking down crying. <laughs> but it really is about just having these moments in life where you just stop and the world stops spinning around you and you're just there existing like a freeze frame in time and you're just soaking in every second of whatever is taking place in your life. And this miracle of the moments that we're overlooking are passing us by all the time when we're choosing to be stressed out about relationships or health or finances or people or changes or things that you just genuinely can't control or when we allow ourselves to beat ourselves up for not losing enough weight or not communicating faster or not having more grace towards our kids or not working hard enough or going back to a moment in the past where you should have done something so much differently. And when we allow ourselves to constantly go back to these old paradigms, paradigms that don't even exist, that's the craziest part, is our brain is such a powerful mechanism that it will root us into the past so much so that we'll get so stuck in loops and cycles in our heads around thought processes that aren't even relevant to this moment right now. Like the season is changing and we have winter coming in and some places in Alberta we already have snow. Some places in the States you guys already also have snow. Um, and we're just exiting our fall season right now. And I just think back to the middle of summer when I was hiding out in the house and I was like, oh, I should have been outside more in the sun and really enjoyed it. And, you know, it's getting colder out now. And instead, I'm overlooking this beautiful change that just takes place naturally. And so you can think about that in your life. Like we go through constant seasons and changes in our life and our brain is constantly looking for things in the past to root us out of the presence or take us out of the presence. But again, we have control over that. We have the ability to surrender that. Surrender always going back to the past. And these last three weeks, I've had a lot of time to just really process life, myself, um, my directions moving forward, what that looks like. And honestly, there is so many things unclear about what I want to do moving forward. And there's only one or two things clear about what I want to do moving forward. And so many of those things that I want to do that I'm uncertain about require a lot of time, dedication, commitment, financial commitment as well. Um, there's the responsibility of what some of them will, what one of them particularly would look like in bringing on other people. So being responsible for other people's livelihoods. And there's a lot of fear around that. And in all honesty, I, I'm ready for it and I want it. And I'm, I'm haven't been so excited about something for quite some time, like I am with this, but at the same time, there's still equally a lot of fear around that where 
I took a huge step back over these last couple months. And so my brain wants to tell me like, oh, you haven't even started that project yet, but you're going to fail. It's not going to work. You know, you're going to put yourself and then someone else in a financial restraint um, or just the craziest things. And then equally in the same breath as my brain is going on this hyper speed of all of, all of these things of how it's how life is going to all of a sudden fail and crumble around me, I can snap myself out of it. Thank God for the tools and thank God for God and, and the grace of him and Jesus and their mercy. And I can allow myself to really sit with, wait a minute, I haven't even started yet. And look at my dedication and determination that I will step forward with when I am lit up with passion, when I do want to see something through all the way. Like I started all of this. I'm going to go back to my husband's story because it's still relevant. I just went on a bit of a tangent. Um, but I started all of this because a doctor told us that we could heal. We could go home and heal. And I'd never known what that meant other than just like physically. You break an arm, you go home, you got to heal it. So it's going to take some time. Or, you know, maybe you got to take some medication. It's going to help you to heal something. Um, though we're learning that medication isn't necessarily the cure. Um, it's just a temporary band-aid, essentially. And so uh, I want to go back to my husband's story. And I'm going to carry on with this because it all just ties together so beautifully about these moments that are existing right now. And so... He, um, so he, he dies and God meets him in this parking lot and he struggled for a really long time. And there are still days, even now, five years later, where he often will long for that space, that space of just undeniable calming and peace. So for any of you who have lost someone, just know that when they pass, they go to this place of just undeniable peace. And where they go from that in between, I call it the purgatory. <laughs> and I learned that through mediumship where a lot of spirits that I would communicate with would be in these spaces of purgatory. Some of them because they were very much stuck, still their spirit was stuck in this world. There was something that the spirit wasn't letting go of or they were just a very angry, resentful, um, just a spirit that carried a lot of grief and guilt with them. To the other side and so they're kind of stuck in this purgatory space is what I called it and so uh, again where they go from there I cannot be sure of but I definitely have a very strong belief that from that space of purgatory where we will all go to essentially meet our judgment um, will either then be heaven or hell and you can choose what you want from that but I have yet to see evidence where it's just people going to a nothingness essentially and quite honestly I think what's so beautiful about the belief in heaven and hell is that it actually assures us that we go somewhere whereas those who choose to believe in oneness universe a wholeness we all just go essentially what they're saying is we all go to a nothingness there's no there's no anything that you go to it's just energy just dissipate and then maybe reincarnate into life again but I think what's beautiful about heaven and hell is it actually really holds us to a higher standard that self-accountability, responsibility, and the genuine desire to do good for others in uh, alignment with God's will for this earth, which really is just being a good person, not lying, not stealing, not cheating, you know, not creating false idolatries for us to worship that is not even benefiting us to any degree. And you might think that the universe is benefiting you, 
but it, like I often say, the universe is just energy and information. It doesn't have any emotions attached to it. It doesn't have your best interest in mind. It's essentially quantum physics. It is energy and information. Quantum, the quantum field, energy and information, all the same thing, right? So my husband goes to the space. God meets him there. And he ends up coming back. He ends up being resuscitated. And he spoke about how he didn't really feel like he was in this world. He thought he had died. He thought he was in a dream. He, didn't, he thought he was out for months. Um, he thought life wasn't real to him. And so much so that e even in that longing for the other side, for the parking lot with God, this world wasn't real anymore to him. And so after that experience, he ended up getting released from the hospital and coming home for about a week and he just, his health just completely declined. And a big part of it was one, because his body was physically weakened 100% from all the trauma, all the experience, the dying, the coming back to life, the blood loss, the heart surgery, all of it. And then on top of it, mentally he had given up as well. He had this deep longing for this other side. And so... As a wife, as a mom, you're watching your partner go through this and it's very scary. It's very challenging. But I remember that even in those moments, Phil would always look at me and he'd be like, look, at least I'm here right now complaining that I don't feel well. Or, you know, in, even in most days, he was just silent. If that was even the advice that he gave um, would be like what he said for that whole day. Um, was just being present with him, having him there, even though he wasn't really there. And we ended up having to bring him back to the hospital because my mic is shorted out. So <laughs> hopefully this sounds better. Uh, we ended up having to bring him back to the hospital because he just kept going downhill. And they did some tests. They um, spun uh, radioactive isotopes into his white blood cells to see where there was an infection presenting because he was super pale. He had no energy, really, like, really going downhill again. They knew that there was an infection. And so if there was an infection, the chances were that it was on the heart. And after all of he went through, all of everything he went through, there was not a single chance that he was going to be able to survive a fifth surgery. His body was weak. His mind was weak. Like that, that would have been it. And this is one of those miracles where before I ever did anything that I do today, you just can't overlook the fact that God exists. You just can't. And we were all in the hospital room. He was getting prepped for a fifth surgery. And we were essentially saying goodbye for the night. Um, I was going home with Philip. I remember he was just, I don't know, maybe four or five months old. Like he was recovering from his own heart surgery. So he had been about five months old. And we went and I remember just putting him in one of those like body carriers. And we just went in our yard and we walked around the property and we went and picked raspberries. And I just remember watching the sunset with him. And... Something about this particular night felt so much different than any other night. Um, and I just remember feeling the presence like everything was going to be okay. And that moment in my mind is so clear. And there has likely been times in your life where things have happened, good or bad. And that moment could be relived for yourself as crystal clear as if you were already there in your mind. And I just remember as I'm watching the pink horizon, 
and just standing in the yard it's getting a little bit cooler as it approaches night and I just felt like everything was going to be okay and I didn't know what that meant because everything was not looking okay I was essentially like holding on for dear life that Phil was going to make it through whatever they were putting him through at the hospital um and yeah it just was one of the craziest things and so Phil the next day we come into the room and he at this point the doctors had come in and they said I don't know what happened but there is no infection present in your body so they were tracking these isotopes in his body every few hours to see where it would progress where the infection would build up and it initially um like it initially showed that there was an infection building on his heart and so when we all came back the next morning like me and his mom I think his dad was there with us as well um they said I don't know what happened there was a whole team of people there's infectious disease there was um cardiologists there was general the GPs for the floor at the time there was nurses like there was a whole bunch of people in this room and they're like we don't know how to explain this but there is no trace of infection in your body anymore and we all just like looked at each other like what is going on what just happened how is that even possible and phil is like still like pretty out of it he's on a lot of painkillers to deal with his separated chest he's um on a lot of other medication he's on a super antibiotic that they basically give to cancer patients to try and kill off any infection in the body and um he just kind of like sits there and it was almost as if he just knew that that's what they were going to say and it was so odd because from me having this realization that everything was going to be okay and Phil just being completely at peace with this answer and everybody else is like super confused and I mean I was too it was so fascinating because when they finally left the room Phil told us that he because of the infection that he had he was like profusely sweating constantly like he would he if he could even fall asleep he'd fall asleep for maybe 45 minutes to maybe two hours and he would like absolutely just soak through his bedding and he had gotten up in the middle of the night or first after everyone had left the room he basically just dropped down to his knees and prayed like god heal me or take me because i don't have anything left in me to give like, I am at your fullest mercy here. And he ended up going to sleep and waking up. And in the middle of the night, the nurses came in and they changed out his bedding and he walked into the bathroom. And um, when he came out, the lights were off, the nurses were gone, but his phone was lit up on a table beside his bed. And he hadn't even touched his phone. Like, he hadn't called anybody, he hadn't texted anybody for over a week, but his phone was just there. It was basically just plugged in charging in case his mom called him to figure out if he was sleeping or not um and his phone was lit up and when he walked over to it it was open to an artist by the name of Danny Goki and the song was tell your heart to beat again now this song goes on to explain that there is a pastor who wanted to take witness to a heart surgery and he had a surgeon in his congregation. And so the surgeon agreed to bring him on to view a heart surgery. And when the surgeon was performing the surgery, at the end what they do is they have to restart your heart. So they do it mechanically. And when the surgeon went to restart her heart, this woman's heart, it wouldn't restart. So he did something unconventional. He got down on his knees and he whispered in his, her ear, Mrs. Johnson, the great physician has fixed your heart. It is your turn to 
tell your heart to beat again. And he went back to restarting her heart mechanically and her heart began to restart. And so Danny Goki goes on to explain that sometimes in our life things will happen that cannot be explained or the great physician will heal or fix or do something, provide something for us that is truly a miracle. And it is also our job in those miracles to remind ourselves to believe that not only is God so great that he will always provide, but that you have to believe it too. Otherwise, it's not going to work. It's not going to stay. It's not going to sustain whatever it is that showed up. And so this whole song, it is honestly such a beautiful song. I highly recommend that you Google it and take a listen to it and really just sit with all the miracles that God is providing you in this moment, like how he is gifting you this moment to not only listen to this, but then to go and be a part of your life. Tune into the changing of seasons, something that hundreds of thousands of people who die every day do not get to see anymore. The ability to watch your kids grow up every minute of their life. You know, we're so stuck in the past of guilt and resentment of someone doing something to us or not getting enough of something or whether that's our parents didn't love your parents didn't love you enough or they didn't pay enough attention to you or they didn't provide enough for you or someone did something wrong to you and you know there's the subconscious beliefs that you develop from that space that you're not good enough or worthy enough or beautiful enough or whatever the case may be or successful enough whatever right and you're you have this moment right now to rectify all of that to just sit and look around what you've created like I'm sitting in my office and I'm looking at this magazine that I was published in that I have in a frame on my wall like what (laughs) how cool is that to pictures that I have drawn or painted that someone else channeled and created for me a beautiful artist by the name of Christina Sutra, who I have some of her pieces on my wall to affirmations of I am the co-creator of my reality. I have unique beauty and sell, uh, unique beauty and gifts. There we go to offer the world. I am open to receive cosmic blessings. Like I have a vision board. I have this this life that I've built from scratch all because my husband went through these miraculous experiences and to finish off his story he wept from the song playing and he went back to sleep and when he woke up before we all got there in the morning um, he he was dry for the first time in weeks and then the doctors came in to tell him that they didn't know how to explain what was happening but everything was perfectly normal and they were going to do some more tests over the next two days and then they were going to release him if everything was adding up to what they're seeing and that's exactly what ended up happening and so that was the time where the doctor finally said well it looks like you guys can actually go home and heal now and I didn't know what that meant I had no idea what that meant again I thought it was like you know you heal a broken arm it's a physical thing But it led me into personal development. It led me to podcasts wanting to understand how something like this could happen in my life. Like I thought, who am I to experience something as grand as this? 
and not only experience it but be able to tell that story and what a story to tell and people need to hear this story they need to know that there's hope and you don't have to be some kind of celebrity or athlete or special person like you're a person that's special enough and there's these moments right now that are happening that miracles are taking place as it is God is rearranging things in the universe to be able to provide you with something that you're praying for maybe not right now, maybe tomorrow, maybe a week, a month, a year from now. You really just never know. As incredible as that story is for my husband and, and for us, you know, I got to have my husband. I get to have him. He's here with us. Um, that led me to podcasts of wanting to hear other people's stories. Average sounding people who went on to change the world because of some form of miracle. And sometimes the miracles were just being able to be present with their family or being able to really honor and acknowledge the hard work and dedication that their mom and dad put in to their life or their single mom or their single dad or whoever raised them or going through a system or living through poverty or uh, having some unfortunate things take place in their life and they weren't some world-renowned name that everybody knew about but they took those circumstances and they turned it into the story that it was designed to be and they went on and they told the world about it and some of those people like Les Brown still talks about how his career started because he grew up being told that he was dyslexic and couldn't read and he went on to prove people wrong and did something great in spite of it. And uh, like millions of people, there's one lady, Trisha Trent. I always say her first name wrong, but it's episode 562 on the School of uh, Greatness podcast with Lewis Howes. I believe that's episode. It's right around that area. And uh, her story was one that really changed my whole world. She grew up in poverty in Africa and she brought her six kids to the United States and they lived out of dumpsters and um, shared a one-bedroom apartment also she could go to school and work uh, in places where she could help other people and kids and ultimately her goal was to be able to go back to Africa and give back to her community and one day one of her professors was walking down the street and she ran into that professor and that professor offered her a job at some high level ranking um, corporation that was exactly in the field and industry she wanted to be in and it literally changed her life but she went through years of agonizing uh, hardships to get to that point and what brought her through was gratitude was being present in the moments of everything that was happening whether it was they'd found dinner in a dumpster whether it was that they had shelter with a one-bedroom apartment whether it was that in a couple days that they would have heat on in their house again right so it's like we take for granted all these things these moments that exist right now and there are things right now in your life that you're overlooking because you're truly allowing stress of some kind or capacity to shadow the beauty and the blessings of what's happening right now. And over these last three weeks, just being present with my family, it's really shown me that coming up to this point, not only was these three weeks just so wildly necessary for me to have, but that I am so capable of really great things. 
I retired my husband in a year and a half of building an online business. And it wasn't because we were making $20,000 a month at the time or we were making over $100,000 a year at the time. Like that was the year where I made $30,000 in the whole year, right? So I didn't have this like constant reoccurring Um, revenue or income streams that were providing a comfortable or abundant life for us but the abundance wasn't necessarily in the money it was in our family it was in the time that we wanted to spend with each other that mattered more than anything and then I created a means to make sure and ensure that that continued to happen right And, and in your life it might be different but whatever the means to make something more meaningful in your life happen that's what you need to go for. And for me, the thing that is most important is being able for our kids to grow up with both their mom and their dad at home. And based on Phil's condition, he has a more likely chance that he won't live to the expected lifespan. So for me, my goals and my desires and my dreams are all surrounding making positive memories but even memories that aren't positive where we prove to ourselves together and independently that we are strong and we are capable of overcoming truly anything and if that means building a business online where I get to turn around and support other people in finding that empowerment and that grace and that God gifted relationship between themselves and God and just really come back to these moments just like this right now you might be driving in the car with your kids in the back maybe they just stopped screaming or maybe they are screaming and you've paused this 15 times or maybe this is the first time that you've been able to get out of the house for a little bit and just drive by yourself or You know, maybe you're coming home to a chaotic mess. The laundry didn't get folded. The dishes aren't put away. There's stuff that you've just kind of let go and is piled up in corners. Or maybe there's something that you're stressed and worried about right now. Like even in this moment, Phil always says, you know what? The greatest gift about right now, no matter what we face, is that I'm here to bitch about it. And if I can complain about it, we're doing okay. And... That just always sticks with me because it really just brings me back to this present moment, this current understanding that, man, we just take on so much for such little reasons. And that's not to say that you shouldn't or there's no reason to ever stress or worry about anything. Like, of course, right? Hardships aren't easy. But if you're alive to complain about it, you're doing okay. And there's a choice, there's an option to develop something or create another way. You just have to be willing to be radically self-accountable to that. And in my business, creating the means to have him home, I've always held myself 100% accountable to why I didn't make as much or what I need to make to provide or why a certain client wasn't getting a type of result. And it was my responsibility to see what I could do on my end to learn something or see through something or hold more space for them or whatever the case may be it was my job to analyze that it is always your job to do your own work as well but as your support as your coach I also have work that I get to be responsible for to help you move through what you're investing in moving through and I've never taken that lightly 
And so with this moment that you're in right now, wherever you are, whatever you're dealing with, whatever you're hoping for, whatever you're praying for, just know and understand that the answers are right in exactly where you are. It's all about being able to come back to this present moment. That's what the tools I teach you and share with you are all are designed for. Whatever healing program you've gone through in the past, whatever you've learned, meditation, breathing, journaling, like utilize these things. There's not honestly more you need to know unless it's like understanding how your brain works or how your emotions work so that you can actually detach from the stories or what's going on in your head that's keeping you perpetuating these cycles of limitation. Like it's so incredibly fascinating to me how easy healing really can be. And I mean that in terms of as long as you're applying what you're learning and you have the accountability and support that you need, there's no reason why you won't overcome whatever you are challenged by. And equally, when something else of a similar nature or different shows up in your future, why you won't be able to move through that so much more faster and effortlessly because you've taken the time to apply what you have learned. And again, that doesn't mean that this is going to just all go away overnight, right? Like this took me years, four or five years to get to this point where over these three weeks, I was able to do a deep reset and really just get present and have so much awareness come up about what's unhealed in my own energy that I get to continue to work on or and equally seek support within too. Um, I'm going to be hiring a body practitioner to support me in all things physical healing. Uh, Not, well, as soon as I can start doing some more movement, but in the meantime, surrounding my nutrition, surrounding my hormone levels, private testing, like those are things that I can do now um, and that I'm going to be doing, which is super exciting. And I'm excited to share that journey with you guys. And actually, uh, Doc Jacques, the incredible human that I'm bringing on for your one-on-one team support in my coaching containers that are opening up in uh, applications open in November. And we're going to be bringing on clients, enrolling you guys in December and January. And so not only do you get the incredible, incredible ability to learn about your mind and your emotions and your spiritual gifts with coaching and training with me, but then you have the option to bring on a functional practitioner, medicine doctor, who's going to support you with all things body healing. So private testing, personalized, customized supplements, um, uh, specified food just like dietary stuff that's not necessarily a diet um, or a meal plan, but it's like actually knowing what foods your body can eat and need to eat as well as body coaching. So these, this is what my one-on-one container is going to be like moving forward. Now you have the option to bring him on, which I highly, highly, highly suggest that you do because truly healing is a whole experience, mind, body, soul, and spirit. So That is what um, you can expect for what's coming over these next few months and what I'm really going to be focusing on. And if you're in a place where you're really just wanting to 
learn some of the foundational pieces about healing your mindset, your emotions, your energy, and you want to just go at your own pace, Intuition Immersion is always open. It is an eight-week course. The link is in the show notes for both the waitlist for the one-on-one coaching and the Intuition Immersion program below. So that's something that I get to really focus on in my life, and I'm just so elated to bring to support you with as well going forward. Um, But as I was saying, like these moments are just so beautiful. There is so much happening around you right now as it is. And it's in these moments where you can really learn to make peace with your past and get quiet about your future, where you find yourself actually in this space of clarity, where That one or two projects that have been circulating with the hundreds of other things that you have to do, the laundry, the dishes, the yard cleanup, the children's clothes organizations, these are all things that have been on my mind. (laughs) Um, Those projects that you've really had in the back of your mind that you've wanted to maybe execute on or start planning out or visualizing or taking action on, whatever that looks like they get to come and be more present with you because you've created space for yourself to actually be able to have the time and have the energy to sit with them and see what those would look like. And I'm so, so pumped to share what this project is going to be in the new year. Um, But there is going to be lots of planning that goes into this before I ever really, truly announce it. Um, With that being said, I am really excited to get back to working with you guys. There has been so much that has moved through me that's really just reignited the blessing that it is to work with you and the honor that it is to work with you. And it's so fascinating. I'm going to leave with this. Um, Just having looked back at everything that I've built, it hasn't been easy. There wasn't this like overnight success of all of a sudden making a whole bunch of money and having a whole bunch of people, um, you know, enjoying what I'm putting out or having uh, 100% clarity as to how I was going to help people or what I was going to do. Like all of that came over time. So whether you're a spiritual entrepreneur, you want to be, you want to start a business this year or you know, maybe there's something about your healing journey that you're taking on. You're never going to have 100% clarity. You get like increments of downloads or nuggets. And then it's your job to either plan them out, see them through, act on them, right? You'll never really know what you're capable of or what that idea is capable of until you act on it. And to let 2022, the rest of this year and moving into next year, Be the year where you decide that you don't give up. Be the year where you decide that in spite of whatever goes on in the world, in your life, in your mind, that you're way more fucking capable than that. You're way more capable than any form of limitation. And for any of you who get swept up in negative propaganda or the absolute ridiculousness of the shit that's coming out that they're indoctrinating people with (laughs) in the world... Start listening to like good news, good propaganda. Tune into people like Gary Vee or Tony Robbins or Lewis Howe's podcast or this podcast if it resonates with you every week. Um, you know, find people, find one or two people that really just light you up and really just consume their stuff. Let that be the thing that sets you up for the day. 
now that I finally have a bit of routine with this little nugget that's made his vocal appearance on this episode a couple times, um, some of the things that I'm going to go back to with starting my days is getting up at four. I'm going to do yoga with my husband before he goes to work, even though he only has like two weeks maybe left. Um, And we're going to do yoga in the morning and then I'll get up and I'll read my Bible and then I'll go and do a workout. And after that, I will get started with my day, whether that's I have an hour to um, just do some work stuff, whether that's scheduling emails, doing some team support and just getting on the board with uh, what I'm doing moving forward and whatever that looks like. I decided to start a blog this week for some godforsaken reason, um, which was really interesting. It's so funny how whenever I get these downloads to do things, not only do I act on them immediately, but it everything just goes so flawlessly. It was absolutely insane. So I do monthly articles. I know I said that I was going to leave with that, but <laughs> the last thing, but this is relevant too. Um, I do these monthly articles with a popular magazine called Brains Magazine, and they host tons of different spiritual uh, leaders and top-level entrepreneurs all around the globe. Um, and so I've become a contributor for this. And so for the month of October, I was writing my article and I didn't know what I was going to write about. And it ended up being a tribute to those who awaken and just kind of what you see in the process of going through it. And I thought about how um, I was going to have this published in this magazine and this article. And I thought, you know what? I really just, I really want this to be on my website. Like this is a really powerful piece of content that I really want to just have somewhere where people can come into my world and be on it, not into someone else's world and, you know, maybe scroll by it. And I all of a sudden started a blog. It's like when I created the Journey to My Higher Self journal, which you can find in the uh, shop, uh, rileyjean.ca forward slash capital S shop. Um, It's a 90 day journaling experience to help you to really connect with this higher version of you. So it's essentially tuning into gratitude every day and really getting into this present moment of where you're at and where you're going. And then there's, um, I think it's every 10 days, there's like a check-in. So you really just reflect on what's shown up for your life in this time or in the last few days of doing the journaling work. And it was the first time when I sat down for that, it took me three hours I created it on Canva, I had it published on Amazon, and I went back and I was like, holy shit, I don't think I even proofread it. And I went through the entire thing after I had already submitted it for publishing, and it had zero spelling mistakes. Now, if you've ever watched my stories on Instagram, you know that that's like a miracle in of itself. Um, But then it was like with this blog too, I just all of a sudden put it together on my site. I knew that the title was going to be The Spiritual Truth. And it just, it all just flowed together. And so I started a blog. (laughs) Uh, But I've really enjoyed writing and it's going to be a compliment to the book that I have coming out in the next couple months, all about your intuition, which is super exciting. And just really like life. I'm really finding that I've moved, not necessarily away from teaching intuition, because it's still very much a fundamental piece of what I teach and support you with in any container, whether that be a course or whether that be coaching, Um, but that there's so much more to life than just intuition. There's you developing your relationship with God. There's being present in these moments. It's 
getting the tools in your tool belt, in your mind, in your energy to overcome the limiting beliefs, to bring yourself back to the present, to figure out and brainstorm what it is that's going on within you so that you know what to start acting on moving forward. It's creating a plan. It's all these things. Like I really love life coaching with an emphasis on intuition, but more importantly, really bringing you back to God, which by the way, um, we're going to be starting Bible study November 16th. I'm going to drop a link in the show notes so that you can register for that. It is free to join us. Um, it's going to be for, we're going to run it for four weeks or I'm going to run it for four weeks and then we're going to break for Christmas and then we'll kick it back off in the new year. We're going to get some feedback from you guys. It's going to be at 10 a.m. on Wednesday mornings. Um, for now for the first four weeks and then we'll get some feedback from you guys and then we'll see if we stick with that time going forward in the new year as well um so i'm really excited about that i was surprised but not surprised how many of you were super interested in it and how who also have registered for it um it is definitely a big need and desire to really come back to god i think a lot of people are really seeing through a lot of the new age deceptive um, teachings, and I'm going to do a whole episode on that. Um, but you're just, you're tired of just always feeling like there's something you don't know. I think that's like my biggest thing that I really started to um, get burnt out on is I just constantly felt like I didn't know something. So I wasn't doing enough or it wasn't good enough or it wasn't working fast enough or I wasn't working hard enough. And so I really just burnt myself out with that mentality. And so these three weeks and I still have another week and a half where I'm just going to really be hanging back and chilling with the baby um, and the kids. But it has been this time that's really helped me to reset my priorities and just really focus on my projects moving forward and um, hiring on a new team member. I'm really excited about this. So even though this is my lowest month um, in terms of revenue, um, I've also decided to bring on uh, another team member who is... Uh, uh, quite a bit more um, a month which to me is so important because again coming back to these moments right it's so much more important for me to be able to have the time than the finances and I know that in really honoring that time that the finances will show up and it's all just going to truly work out because it just it always does it really just truly always does and that's the most beautiful thing so I hope you walk away from this episode today feeling more present and more grounded and are really going to go into your life today looking at it with new eyes, with fresh eyes, with clear eyes and seeing the miracles that exist all around you. Like there was some dead leaves that just flew up against my window as I'm recording this and it just reminds me of how there's a beautiful season change that we're in right now and that those leaves sustain so much life from a tree and um, now that they're no longer needed, they just, they've fallen away and they're not complaining and they're not bitching and they're not worried that they'll come back again next season and, uh, and they'll nourish all that they need to nourish and they'll create all the beauty they need to create and then they'll fall away and they'll start again in another season. And I think that that's something so important to leave this with is that you might be in a season where you're falling away from things that are no longer nourishing you that are no longer sustaining you and it's your responsibility to let them go and that knowing there's going to be another season where more nourishment and more beauty is going to come from you, from them, from something um, but right now it's time to let it go 
Or maybe you're in a season where it's time to realize you've been spending so much time letting go that it's time to nourish yourself. It's time to see the beauty that you have stepped into that exists around you and really honor and celebrate that, right? There's a duality of both. So where are you right now and how can you view your life with those clear eyes? All right, I love you. I will see you next week. We have some incredible guests coming up. Uh, one-on-one, the one-on-one wait list, the link will be in the show notes as well as Intuition Immersion. And um, I will also link that song that I talked about earlier in this episode as well. All right, take care, you guys. Before you go, I would love and appreciate so much if you could take a moment of your time to leave a five-star review. It helps me to be able to get this message out to so many more in the world. And I am so truly thankful that you choose this place to be every single week. Until next time, don't forget to find the magic in today.